Once again, can't stop, won't stop. It's another edition of the Player Spotlight Show presented by the NFL Draft Bible here at the NFL Draft Bible Studios in New Jersey. Of course, we are getting prepared for the third annual College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium in Bedford, Texas, January 7th through the 11th. And if you're wondering who this guy is with the funny-looking brim, I am your host, Rick Saratella. And we are going to be joined here today by Terrence Singleton of Prairie View A&M, a college gridiron showcase and symposium invite. Oops, we did it again. We announced another invite. So uh, before we welcome Terrence in onto the show, I just want to remind everybody that the uh, third annual college gridiron showcase and symposium is coming up. We are about a month away. Woo! Bedford, Texas, here we come, baby. January 7th through the 11th, we have um, officially filled our all-star roster. We will announce our roster on Wednesday, December 28th at 10 a.m. Eastern time at the Parabolic Performance and Rehab Training Facilities. And Parabolic Performance and Rehab is one of the official sponsors of the College Ground Showcase and Symposium. So blessed and fortunate to work with both of them. And, of course, our guest today will be participating in the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. He is a Port Arthur, Texas native. He comes to us uh, from Prairie View A&M via Baylor, one of the more athletic freaks in the upcoming 2017 NFL Draft. We will talk to him about that and a whole lot more, but let's welcome him on to the Defiance Fuel Hotline, Defiance Fuel Water. Check them out, DefianceFuel.com. He is Terrence Singleton. Terrence, welcome to the show. We thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule here today. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. So let's kick this off with um, the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. Since we mentioned it, you'll be participating in the festivities down there. We expect all 32 NFL teams in attendance, and, you know, sometimes coming from a smaller school, there's some concern about the uh, FBS level of competition, but you actually didn't reverse a graduate transfer from Baylor who played in a Power 5 conference, so no worries there. But I'm curious, what are you looking forward to when you uh, head down to Bedford, Texas, and uh, match up against some of the all-stars from across the country? Well, I'm just ready to, just to compete and just show teams that a small players coming from small schools really is not a different from the powerhouse schools. Like we're all we're all the same athletes. We do the same thing. We love the game. We have uh, we're trying to make rosters just like everybody else. So just going to the gridiron showcase will help us a little more and let teams see how we look and how we are in one-on-one and stuff like that. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you down there. And uh, this past season now, uh, playing in the defensive secondary there for the Panthers, you led the team in tackles, 70 tackles, three interceptions, uh, 10 pass deflections, seven breakups, three tackles for a loss all over the field this past season. Of course, you guys finished up 7-2, and two. In the conference, how did you feel about your level of play this past season? Were you happy with your performance? Oh, yes, I was. I feel like 
just because just being me, I felt like I could have did something more. I missed a couple tackles in a couple games. I probably could have finished with at least 85 tackles, 90 tackles, but I missed a couple tackles. But I just want to thank the coaches at Prairie View to um, welcome welcome me on the team and the players welcome me on the team and giving me a chance to show that I could play on the next level. And, you know, I'm sure you'll get asked this question by NFL teams, uh, graduate transfer from Baylor, like we mentioned, but you could have probably went to a handful of schools. How did you land at Prairie View? Why did you land at Prairie View, A&M? Uh, Prairie View, um, like when I first announced that I was leaving, Prairie View was the first school to um, to call. But, like, I was kind of dodging Prairie View because I didn't want to go to Prairie View, just thinking, like, I, I just want to go to another big school, not knowing that it's not where you go. It's, it's Everything is on you. Like, if you look at rosters in the NFL, the 53-man rosters, there are players from small – there are more players from small schools on the team that they have that they don't have to pay a lot of money. And they run down on kickoff or they – end up getting in the game. So it's more players on those. It's more of those type of players on teams, smaller school players, just because uh, they're going to work work hard, have work, a good work ethic, and work hard. No, there's no doubt about that. And uh, not only small school players, but a lot of these NFL rosters are made up of undrafted free agents. And uh, that's how NFL teams build the foundation of their roster. That's where they make their money. Day three of the NFL draft, undrafted free agents, and the small school prospects who, like you said, uh, the FCS guys are uh, very similar in talent as some of the FBS guys and maybe not as much depth, but the talent level is there. Just go uh, take a look in past years. I can give you a million examples. Um, Now talk to me about, your background a little bit because you played a little corner at Baylor. Uh, You were an all-state quarterback in Texas, Uh, also a track star. We'll talk about some of your measurables in just a second. But, I mean, you talked also about special teams and what it takes to make a roster. What kind of role do you envision yourself at the next level? Are you willing to play special teams to make a roster and, and do that? And have you played some special teams in previous years? Oh, yes, sir. yes, sir. I, I, as long as I'm just around and I'm going, to, I'm going to work hard. Special teams, defense, but mainly special teams. I, I went to Baylor and it kind of, um, it got me ready for the NFL level. Like just having players on the team, like going into Baylor, looking at other players. I had a player that was my locker buddy, like right next to my locker, uh, Demetri Goodson. He with the Packers, and he made it on a team for special teams. And he ended up players started getting hurt. He ended up starting, but he made a great impact on special teams. But um, I played a lot of special teams at Baylor. Um, got hurt before the season, so I really didn't never play a lot of corner. I played corner, but I didn't play a lot of corner. But I. I made a lot of tackles on special teams. I made, like, out of um, the years that I was there, I had 25 tackles that's just on special teams. Wow. Okay. That's pretty impressive. Um, Now, 
you mentioned you, you had some injuries there early on in your career at Baylor. What was it like? I mean, not being able to play, it kills the competitor inside of you, but it also teaches you the virtue of patience, the blessed opportunity that we have to play this great game of football, and it makes you lead in other ways. Uh, what did you take away from your experience being injured and unable to play? Um, I just took it as a blessing. Like, everything happens for a reason. Like, I left Baylor for a reason. God put me at Prairie for a reason. He he knows what he wants. He knows what he wants. He has everything planned for us. So, I guess just me getting injured, it just made me a better person and made me stronger, like, just getting a preview and being able to be an older guy and letting young youngsters know that it doesn't matter. Like, if you don't get red-shirted, if you do get red-shirted, it's not a bad thing. You have another year to get bigger, get stronger. And if you don't get red-shirted and they put you on special teams, go 100% because they have seniors on the team that did the same thing that you did. So it's just – it goes – it keep going over and over, but um, it's it's great. Like it was good. Like I'm glad everything happened to me the way it happened. God just wanted me to. He probably he, it just I feel like what I say to myself. He I'm an under underdog, and God God put it this way for me to be an underdog. He wants me to overcome a lot. Uh, very well put. Um, Maybe an underdog, but you mentioned your some of your mentorship to some of the underclassmen and being a senior team leader and being uh, leading the team in tackles, a lot of the underclassmen looking up to you. Let's talk about your leadership skills. I mean, are you a, a rah-rah guy? Do you, do you get in, uh, in their face and let them know if they blow an assignment? Do you pull them aside uh, after the game and do it quietly? I mean, what kind of uh, – leadership characteristics would you say you have? Uh, I'm not too vocal. Like, when I am vocal, people know that I'm serious. Like, whenever I am talking, I'm I'm more of a lead by example. So, like, if I'm doing something and you see how the coaches are talking to me, why wouldn't you want the same? Like, as a, young, as a, a youngin, if you have more years, you can become what I am right now. And coach can – and then you – coach can talk to you a certain way and you'll be able to tell the next guy that's coming in after you because every year, every school recruits better, better than what they had. Like, I had a player, he was so athletic. He probably was the fast person on the team, uh, Malik Davis at Prairie View. And he, he was a great – he's a great player. But just me knowing I was in the same – I was in the same boat when I was in his shoes. I'm, I'm kind of messed around my freshman year, but then he was thrown thrown into the fire his freshman year, so he had to play. He had came from scout team and came and started making plays. The head coach wanted him in on the game in the game, and he came in and made plays. Like he came in, he gave up touchdown, but after that, you never you never like as a corner you always forget everything. Like you got to have fast. You got to forget everything fast, so it won't happen to you again. He gave a touchdown, come back, catch interceptions. He, I think he had, he finished with two interceptions. So it's just me knowing what it takes and knowing that I've been through that, 
it, it kind of helped me a lot to help other people on the team. Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice, and uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, experience, too, is, is power and gains more knowledge. Now, uh, we're talking to Terrence Singleton, defensive back, Prairie View A&M. And, of course, you mentioned the short memory. You have to play in the secondary because nobody's perfect, and sometimes we got to take risks and, and gamble and try to make plays, and sometimes you lose. Sometimes you get beat, and you got to forget it and move on. Now, uh, we talked about how you lead, Terrence. How about the NFL teams? They want to know how do you learn? Uh, what's your best way of learning? Because when you make that transition to the NFL, a lot of times the playbook is like an encyclopedia. You know, uh, players today probably don't remember what encyclopedias are, but, you know, the, the size of this playbook that comes at you, um, you know, how are you going to absorb it when you go to study the playbook? Are you a visual learner? Are you a uh, a verbal communication type of learner? Do you like to write things down? Uh, wh- how do you learn best, in your opinion? Me, I can learn either way, but I like doing stuff. Like, I like practicing over and over. And say that you don't get a lot of practice when we're at practice, so I- I'll stay after. I- I'm learning. I'm going to learn playbooks. I'm going to do a lot of film study just to make myself better because I know being a, a free agent sometimes, you don't have as many chances as anyone else, but you can learn from their mistakes. So when a coach is teaching one, he's teaching all. So just learning from veterans that's on the team and finding that one person that that knows what it what it takes, like knows how it is and just being around, like that's the type of people you keep yourself around someone that's going to teach you or another player is going to teach you, just learning like that. Like, because in preview, I was a leader, so I'm going back. So it's starting, it's like the process is starting all over again. So I have to learn everything over and over. And just follow whatever the veterans do and try to do it at my best ability. Now, during your career, you've faced obviously uh, dozens of opponents. Uh, this past year, you guys played Texas A&M at Baylor, you know, playing in the Power Five uh, week in, week out w- was a tough matchup. But now that you had some time to look back and reflect on your collegiate career, whether it be a player or an opponent or even a teammate, I mean, you, you faced Corey Coleman in practice uh, on a on a regular basis. I mean, who's the toughest guy that you tried to cover? Who is the toughest team or opponent that you faced uh, throughout your career? It's crazy, but it's true. I never faced nobody better than Corey Coleman. And, like, practice, every practice at Baylor is like a game. So, like, that's why I got most of my reps here. That's why I feel like I can't I can't, I can't, can't be beat. Like, going against Corey is, is, is really hard. Like, he's a different type of athlete. Like, he's so explosive. He's fast. And he's going to catch the ball. And he's going to talk smack. So, like, just that, me knowing – that I didn't, I didn't been through that for four years. He been competitive his, since he first came in. So I went through that four years, and me going to another school and facing different type of receivers. Uh, I faced Speedy Nose. He's similar to Corey Coleman. Just he's very fast. I faced uh, Josh Reynolds, but no, no one really can say that they had a great game on me. Like just in the swag, they have. They had players 
that's in the Hall of Fame that just going to go to the Hall of Fame receiver this year. And he only had 60 yards on me, but, like, just going against Corey helped me prepare my game and gave me the confidence to um, go against the best. Like, I followed the best around the field wherever I was. I just followed the best around the field. And it's not too many can say that they did a such did too much on me. And I I just want to thank Baylor. And I want to thank Corey Coleman. Uh, I went against Terrence Williams at the Cowboys. It's just that those type of receivers help me with my future right now. Yeah, a lot of good players to come out of that Baylor football program. Uh, Xavier Howard, one of your uh, secondary teammates back there. And uh, just curious, have you been in contact with any of your former teammates who have gone on to the NFL? And if so, have you had a chance to kind of pick their brain about the whole NFL draft process? Because I know at times it can be very overwhelming, selecting an agent, picking a training facility, preparing for an all-star event. And it all happens very quickly. See, today uh, I'm in I'm in Fort Lauderdale right now. I'm at Xavier Howard's house. I'm going to I'm gonna start training out here uh, Monday, and I'm gonna be out here for four months. So, me ex is very close. Uh, he's my best friend. I'm in his I'm at his house right now. He's at practice. But um, what he told me is like it could be hard, but it's if you try to make it as easy as you can and get around veterans, they'll make it so that it'll be way easier for you. Like, just learning and staying after with coaches, a lot of stuff will get very easy for you. Yeah, that's some good advice. Uh, try to keep it simple, and, and it's going to be a lot coming at you very fast. Now, a couple more uh, quick ones here. As we wind it down with Terrence Singleton, Prairie View A&M via Baylor, looking back at his collegiate career. And, you know, you have some very impressive measurables, Terrence, and whether it be in Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine or your pro day workout, wherever you test, uh, NFL scouts are going to pay attention because it's my understanding that you've been timed in the 4-4 range, uh, 41-inch vertical jump, Broad jump, um, you know, are those numbers accurate? Do you feel like those are some of the numbers that you're going to hit when you go to test? Uh, yes, sir, because that's my numbers from Baylor. Like, around January and after the season, Baylor does a lot of stuff with the players to help us just just get familiar with NFL combine stuff. So it's a lot. So uh, just like I say, like at Baylor, my numbers are the way they are because of Corey Coleman. He's so competitive. Like he's going to go in there, he's going to jump a forty-four vertical. He's going to run a four-three. He's going to do cone drills and have his name above everybody. And I just me wanting to compete with Corey. I wanted to be second. I wanted to be right in the same range as him. I wanted to be around. I wanted to be first, but just me working as hard as I can, being in that same range, that's the type of numbers that I put up. And uh, just me going train for these four months until pro day month, I should have some some very good numbers. So teams should take notice of that. And me coming from preview, being drafted and not being drafted, I'm going to give it give it my all. No doubt. Terrence Singleton here on the Player Spotlight Show. 
Brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible and Association with Defiance Fuel Water. Now, uh, Terrence, we have you listed here at about five foot eleven, two hundred pounds. Uh, let's see where I want to go with you because we only have a few minutes left. How about, you know, if um, well, let's do this. If if someone's tuning in, let's let's give the listener. We get a lot of uh, NFL teams who listen and watch the show. Uh, scouts from all over the place. Give yourself a little uh, mini scouting report. What do you do well? What are you going to be working on trying to improve here? What can scouts expect to see when you're down in Bedford, Texas at the Cosgrid Iron Showcase? Um, when I'm down there, you're going to be able to see a guy that can do a lot. Uh, I can do special teams. I can I play corner. I play safety. I play nickel. I can, I can do it all. And, um, just me, what I'm going to work on until I get there is just change of direction, coming out of my break. Um, I feel like I could have had more interceptions. It's just that one false step that I can, I can, get, I can get great at. All right, now we're going to uh, wrap things up with a little segment that we call Three and Out. A uh, few quick questions off the field. You did a great job breaking it down uh, between the lines. Now we're going to go outside the lines and talk about, uh, you know, outside of football. I mean, do you have any goals outside of your pro playing career that you'd like to accomplish off the field? Well, yes, sir. I, I just want to I want to give my kids the things that my parents were able to give me, even though, my parents was able to give me stuff. Like I just want to give my kids stuff that that I wasn't able to have. And just me being a a young kid and having three kids, my my whole mind my my whole mind frame is not a rookie. I'm, I'm a veteran. Wherever I go, my mind frame is different. Just because I'm not working for myself, I'm working for them. How about when you're not playing football? What do you? What are some of your favorite activities? Do you have a hobby outside of playing sports that you like to do? Um, I, I play. I play the game a lot. I, uh, but like most of uh, training my son, like I, I love just the way, like me being away at college and not being able to do a lot with him, and just going to his games and seeing the type of athlete he is and how he hit kids. It just make me just. It just shows me like it's different. Like kids these days, it's, it's so much help for them. Why can't I help them even more? Nice. Um, it sounds like a very grounded young man, and, and like you have a good head on your shoulders, Tyrant. So my next question, I am going to make you president of the United States for one day, and you can change. Any law, any rule, any policy, but if you were the president for a day and had that ability to change any rule or any law in our country, what what rule change or what law would you like to make? Oh, that's that's off the wall. Wait, I'm 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 just trying to think. Um, <laughs> I put uh, you on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, I I can't even. Think of one thing, like um, I, I really, I really, I, I don't even you. know. Well, you know what? 
I'm not going to lie. You're the first player I ever asked that question to, so I'm scratching off my list for future shows right now. <laughs> but, uh, oh, no, it's all good. Listen, check it out. Last one, fourth down. We're going for it. We always go for it on fourth down here at the Player Spotlight Show. And, Terrence, we wrap up every single episode for the last decade that I've been hosting this show with this last final question. But if I'm an NFL general manager, I want you to tell me why I should draft Terrence Singleton. So it's fourth and one, and I'm um we're right by the end zone, so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm we we go punch it in. So um I'm I'm a, I'm a great player. I'm a I'm a great father. I'm a a great player on and off the field. I'm a people's person. Um, I learn fast. Um, I give it a thousand percent. What in whatever I do, if it's bowling, I'm gonna give it a thousand percent. If it's um tic tac toe, I'm gonna give it a thousand percent. Um, it just it just in me like I um I have a, a background, I have a story to tell, and I want to tell, and I I, I want to help other people with my same kind of background. Just give them a a platform of how to do it, and because who the platform that I look at is is the kid from um the Panthers that they they just drafted. Uh, Brad Bradbury, uh, yeah, players from like Stanford, James yeah. Bradbury, yeah, yeah, players like that, players like um, Josh Norman, he come from a small school, and look at him, Postal Carolina, that's the type. yep, yeah, that that's that's the type of stuff that pushes me to go. That I just want to add my name to that list. Well, you did a great job here on the show, Terrence, and uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you and uh, looking looking forward to meeting you down in Bedford. We're about a month away uh, until the College Gridiron Showcase. It's going to be heavily attended by NFL scouts. It's going to be a great platform for you to showcase your talents. And uh, like I said, job well done here today, Mission, and stay focused, stay hungry, and thank you for joining us here today. Yes, sir. All right, that's Terrence Singleton, Prairie View defensive back via Baylor, cornerback, nickel, slot, safety, you heard. Special teams with that speed, I mean, he could be a, a, a speed demon flying down on special teams at the next level. But, you know, the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium, that's what our event is for, to showcase players such as Terrence. And, of course, the NFL's Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, we've been bringing you the names you need to know since 2002. We've been hosting this show right here on Blog Talk Radio on the All Actors Football Channel for over a decade, and we're now syndicated on iTunes. I think uh, we have the live stream on the video going on Twitter and Periscope and Facebook. So if you're just tuning in, if you didn't catch the whole interview, if you just caught the end or bits or pieces and want to see the whole thing, uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of ways you can go back and download it right here on Blog Talk Radio. You can check it out on the Facebook and Twitter feeds. Of course, I'm at NFL Draft Bible all day, every day. Uh, you know how I grind. And if you don't know how I grind, I want to let everybody know that the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium, you might not view it in the same light as a Senior Bowl or East-West Shrine Game. And you know what? That's going to change after this year. I promise you that. That's my word. That's my hustle, and that's what I do. So I promise you 
that you will be very impressed with the talent we put in front of you, and you will never, ever again not think of the Cod's Gridiron Showcase as a major all-star event. And it's players like Terrence Singleton who are going to showcase their talents, go on to the next level, excel, and prove me right. So for Craig Red, Jose Jefferson, the NFL Draft Bible Familia, Terrence Singleton, also December 28th, can't forget this, December 28th, 10 a.m., on location, parabolic performance and rehab in Hackensack, New Jersey, overlooking Manhattan, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Wednesday, December 28th, we're going to have that College Gridiron Showcase roster announcement show powered by Parabolic Performance. And, of course, our show here today is brought to you by Defiance Fuel Water, Defy Limitations, DefianceFuel.com. For your host, Rick Saratella, and our super producer, Samantha Charlone, behind the scenes, always bringing you the names you need to know. Stay tuned for a star-studded show lineup next week. I will announce the players that we will have on. And Terrence is now the second player we've announced as a Cogs Gridiron Showcase invite. Jillian Ware uh, from Alabama State was our first guest. You can go back and watch the archives on him. Till the next time, everybody, peace out. Appreciate you.